You are listening to the Tea and Life podcast, episode 34. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Tea and Life podcast. How are you today? And I hope that you've checked in with yourself. And if not, I hope that this episode and this time is for you to check in just to say hello to yourself. How are you? How are you doing? Feel your feelings. Feel where you're feeling any of those feelings. Today, I am feeling determined. I was in the gym this morning. I am on this 90-day show up to the gym challenge where I just show up and I can either work out for 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 minutes, 30. I just show up and give what I got that day. And I used to be just a gym rat in high school. I used to run all the time. I used to love running. I would just wake up and go run. At some point, I was running like eight miles, seven and a half. I was doing really great, especially during COVID, actually. I really picked up my running during COVID. But just as COVID went on and I was getting deeper and deeper into finishing my degree, I just had no time working a lot and I gained so much weight. Now looking back at it, I'm like okay with it now. But obviously when you are one way and then the opposite happens, there's a lot of self-loathing. I just always had body dysmorphia. I don't talk about that a lot on this podcast, but body dysmorphia is definitely a huge part of my life. I've been struggling with it for a long time. And I think, you know, it didn't help that I used to watch the Kardashians and all these celebrities and all these people who literally looked unhumanly. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, that's actually not what my body's supposed to be looking like. And also they have gajillions of dollars to change your bodies at any point that they want. And I'm just here with my body and I get to just give it what I got. So the last year and a half, I've been really in the space of just loving my body from where it's at. It's hard. It's not easy. I think being in a relationship, a healthy relationship does help because Montana has been so great about loving me, loving my body, loving me where I'm at. And he loves me. I can honestly say in a very healthy way, he is obsessed with me, which I love it because I'm obsessed with him, which is just, you know, cute. But he just really helps with the confidence. He's definitely not a narcissist. He doesn't make everything about himself. He really knows how to be gracious with me when it comes to just having days where I hate my body. He doesn't try to like fix anything. He just is there. And that's what a lot of us need is just someone who's healthy, who is loving no matter what. He's steadfast. And I am recording this before work and I've kind of gotten out of the swing of things of like a recording schedule, but I'm trying to get back into it after the wedding. Everything just is a whirlwind. Our house is like a hurricane came through here and just left everything on the ground, which is not normal. I like to keep a good clean home. I'm actually trying to find someone to come help us clean or at least organize like the office and stuff. So we have time because we don't have time. My work is picking up. We're right in the middle of build season for our organization and it's just busy. Montana is always busy. He works the weirdest hours. So that's a little bit of an update in my life. Oh my goodness, you guys. It's so weird for like an abnormal reason. I've just been like my tea drinking has just gone down. I think I drink a couple cups of tea maybe a day. Again, I'm so upset that I can't really drink a whole lot of black tea, especially Earl Grey. So I'm trying to like really get back into it. I literally felt so defeated when the doctor was like, you should probably taper down on your black tea drinking anything with caffeine. I literally was like, what do you know? What are you, a doctor or something? (laughs) I was so upset for no reason. So that's that. But I'm always enjoying the same teas. You guys know I like things to be the same. I like change, but like certain things I don't like change about. Like I like to eat and drink things that I already like. Stepping out of my comfort zone in that way is weird. Montana is always challenging me to try new foods, try new things. 
and I'm trying. So I'm trying to step into other teas. I know I got a tea organizer as one of the wedding gifts and I haven't opened anything. I actually haven't opened pretty much any of the wedding gifts except for the Instapot and the air fryer because that is saving our lives right now with the busy life that we have. So I just went on for like five minutes about something that I'm not talking about and I'm running out of time because I got to get to work. But I wanted to talk about fear, specifically fear of stepping into the next level, fear of stepping into a place that you've never been at. And I have five minutes to do it. And I think we can do it. So for me right now, I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety and fear around stepping into and fully becoming a life coach. And I don't think I've said I've really expressed that. And I think that's part of it is the fact that I'm not expressing it. I'm keeping it inside because when you put something out there, you put it out there into the world, you pray about it, you ask God about it, it's out there. And there's a weight, there's an expectation almost that you actually have to follow into that path. So one of the things that I'm struggling with is that when I was in high school, I was really involved in the community. I mean, throughout college, pretty much until I left Alaska, I was involved in the community, involved in the church so much, became a leader at a really young age. And I always put it out there that I got a poli sci degree. I'm going to go into public service. I'm going to go into the UN, give back because the UN was the organization that helped our family come to America. So I put it out for years and years and years. I did so much. I did model United Nations in college. So it was like the path that I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then as I went deeper into college and pretty much the last year of college, I realized like, I don't think I want to do that, or at least not right now. And I was like, I want to travel the world. I want to just be free. I want to just be a 20 year old. And I felt the pressure like I already put it out there and I had to follow through with it. And that pressure is not easy. And the fear of letting someone down because I put it out there, letting my community down, my parents down, all these dreams. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're going to be great. You're a great leader. You're going to do so great in the UN. Da, 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 da. Like, oh my goodness, they expect me to do this is running in the back of my head. The fear of changing into something else has been so hard for me. And then last year, I was like, what do I do? I was like, I have so many skills. I have so many ideas and things. And I just didn't know what to do. And I've been wrestling with this for the last year and a half, which is part of being in our 20s. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, episode 33 is all about the struggles of the 20s and how 20s are kicking my ass, respectfully. I'm <laughs> getting me into where I'm supposed to be. But it's hard. The fear of living up to an expectation that you set, whether it's in a high school, throughout college, and then you get to where you are, you're done going through college, you're like, what do I do now? Walking through that. And we experience fear when we perceive danger or threat. And obviously, in this case, in my case, is there's no fear of like physical danger. There's fear of like emotional danger. And I think we don't talk about emotional danger enough where you can be hurt. You know, you can feel rejected. It won't work out. That's dangerous to our emotions. And our emotions are just chemicals that our bodies release. So our brains doesn't actually know the difference between what's happening in front of you right now and what's not happening. Our brains just kind of know the things that you perceive in your mind. Your brain will react to that. And that's why it's like, why am I afraid to do something that that hasn't happened yet? When you think about, I want to start a business and you start getting afraid, you're like, why am I afraid? I'm not starting a business. It hasn't failed yet, but you're afraid because in your mind, you're coming up with reasons how it can fail, what it looked like if it fails. And your brain sees that and your brain thinks, oh my goodness, we're in danger of getting hurt, getting rejected. And it sends out your fear response. And then you get into that space, whether you freeze, you don't do anything, whether you fight, you fight through it and you use fear as an action or you just like you run away and you're like, I don't want to think about that at all. I never want to think about starting a business. So the way we perceive physical danger is exactly the way we perceive emotional danger. And moving into the next level is a lot of putting yourself 
in harm's way emotionally because there's a lot that could happen. Failure could happen. So many things could happen. The unknown is also something that we're afraid of. So moving into the next level, whether it's starting a business, whether it's going back to college, telling that person that you are in love with them or really mending relationship with your family, whatever that thing is for you, there's a danger there that we don't see and we don't talk about and our brain sees it. We're about to be in harm's way. Your brain's job is to keep you alive. That's really the biggest thing. And we have two sides of our brain. We have the front side of our brain, prefrontal cortex, which is the executive part that we talk about. And then we have the primal side, which I forgot the name of it, which is just the side of us, the evolution side, that like main cave era side that was keeping us alive during the stone age. Anything dangerous, anything new, anything that we don't know is dangerous to us. And our brain is like, no freaking way you're going into that space. So what we need to do is recognizing which part of our brain is at play. Using our front side of the brain, the executive side, the side that makes plans, decisions, has vision, or the side that's keeping us alive. So this is so crucial to the next level. And this is how fear really plays into everything. So my friend, I challenge you to look into your life when you're about to step into something new, when you're about to do something different that you never done before, which side of your brain is acting and we are in control, right? That's why we're multifaceted. We are not only cognitive, we are emotional beings. We have our mind, we have our brain, we have our body, we have our spirit, we have our soul. All those parts of you are at play and you need to decide which part of you is going to be making the decisions. Is it the part of you that's like afraid of everything and it just wants to keep you alive or the part of you that wants to move forward? The planning, the vision, your soul, the deep things that God placed in your heart. And that's what I'm trying to do is like, okay, I'm afraid to say, I want to be a life coach. I'm 23. What do I know about life? But that's not what life coaching is about. Life coaching is about helping someone moving to the next level, which I, you know, this is what I do. This is what I love. I love to do. I love to see myself grow. I love to see everyone grow around me. I'm so passionate about every single person who I meet to just be the best person. And that's okay. And I can do it. And I'm excited to do it. And I'm going to push through the fear and I'm going to allow my prefrontal cortex to lead me (laughs) through that, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to guide me through that in the moments of fear. And I'm going to crush it, you guys. I tell you, I'm going to crush it. And I'm telling you that you're going to crush whatever that thing is that you're about to do. So please, please, please make sure that you show yourself grace. You are compassionately honest with yourself about where you are and about the fears that you're facing. And you're naming it because when we name it, we're able to tame it. Anything that we understand, we're able to control it. And the best thing we want to be in control, want to manage our emotions, manage our minds so that we can be moving into the man and woman that God created us to be. My friend, I love you. And I hope that you got so much out of this. I'm so excited for today. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to move into the next level. And I will see you in the next one, my friend. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you found value in today's episode, please go ahead and review and rate the show. Share this with a friend. And please don't forget to show yourself some grace today. I'll see you in the next one, my friend.